We are about to begin Simen Tov Nun Beis. Uh, we'll be doing uh, um, the beginning of Sif Aleph. Um, Tov Nun Beis are um, the general halachas of how to do Hagolis Kalim. Um, now, Hagolis Kalim, as something of an introduction to this, the Mr. Brut does speak it out. Um, Hagolis Kalim does present a problem in that when you do Hagola, what are you doing? You're boiling a, uh, you're taking a, a, say, a pot that was used for chametz, and you're boiling water in it. Now, generally speaking, if you take a treif pot and you, bore, and you boil water in it, um, the water becomes treif. How does kashering work? Why don't we say that whatever chametz is in the pot goes into the water, making the water chametz stick, and now you're boiling up chametz water in this pot, so it should make the, the pot chametz again. How exactly are we extracting um, whatever uh, whatever particles of chametz or iser are in the pot by boiling water in it? Why doesn't the flavor just co- come out into the water and then return right into the pot that you're trying to extract it from? So there are several sheetas in the Rishonim of, uh, of exactly how that works. Some say that the, the way it works is that water is different than all other materials, that when you boil water in something, the water will extract flavor and not return it. Um, others say that the only way that you can do Hagalas Kalim is that you wait until the Kalim are Enam Bnei Yoman, until they weren't used for 24 hours, for, and therefore, whatever comes out of it into the water is no St. Tamlif Gam. This is a taste that is no longer good, it's a taste that went off. Now, even though the halachi is that it is also midrabbanon to use a keli in which there is a tam that is nosen tam levgam, tam that is pogum, you cannot use a kli after tw- a, a kli that was used for treif, even if it's more than twenty-four hours after that. That's only if at the time it absorbed it, um, it was a, it was a good flavor. Whereas if it absorbed something that was off to begin with, it was pogum mitchilaso. There, Chazal didn't answer it, even even Lachatchila. So here, the case is that I boil water in it, so it extracts all of the t- taste. Now the taste that's in the water is Nosen Tam Levgam, because it was more than 24 hours later. Even though the Kali will reabsorb it from the water, what's it, what it is absorbing is Nosen Tam Levgam, and that is Pogam this time around, and therefore you can use the pot. Um, another explanation is um, the rule of uh, Nosen Tam Bar Nosen Tam, and that is that there's an, an essential difference between kashring a keli from something treif or kashring a keli from something that is chametz thick. Chametz during the year is not usher, it's only usher on Pesach. Therefore, if I kasher the, the, the keli before Pesach, what I'm doing is extracting a taste of heter. Now, um, if you're dealing with something, uh, say water in this case, that absorbed the taste from the pot itself, the taste that the water has is a second-hand taste. It's not the taste of Isser itself. It's the taste of Isser that was absorbed into a pot that then came out into the water. Now when it goes back into the pot, um, this would already be Tam Shlishi. This is the third, the, the, a third-hand taste. And Tam Shlishi Beheter, since it is not yet Pesach, um, the Tam Shlishi Beheter of Nat Barnat, we would say a nosen tam bar nosen tam, which is again a third generation of, uh, of of taste, that would not become usher on Pesach. Now, this explanation would be good, provided that you're kashering at a time that chametz is still mutter. Um, furthermore, we had previously seen a machlokis if chametz is considered heterabola or isurabola. 
Um, do we say that it is called chametz all year long, but its halacha is that it's also on Pesach, or it only becomes iser on Pesach? Um, so the uh, we happen to have paskin there with regard to the halachas of libun that it's isura bala. So this explanation would only help if we were really to be makel. Um, um, so basically, the different explanations that we had were either nosentam lifgam. Um, water being different, or the halacha of not bar not of hetera. Uh, another one is that when you kasher, you have to kasher a pot in more than 60 times its volume of water, so that whatever flavor comes out of the pot will be bottle b'shishim. Uh, so all of these all of these explanations we find in the Rishonim um, to uh, explain just how Hagola could possibly work. Um, we will find that the minhag is to be machmer for all of the different explanations. But let us begin by reading the Shulchan Aruch. Yesh li zar lahagel kodem shachamishis. One should be careful to do hagala before the fifth hour. The fifth hour is where chametz becomes osimid rabbanon. So according to the shittas that chametz before Pesach is considered heter, um, that would only apply up until the fifth hour where it becomes osimid rabbanon. So if you do Hagola at that time, you don't have to worry about anything else because you can rely on the Shita that since it's Heter, this is not Barnat the Hetera, and therefore the Hagola will work. In order that one not have to be careful, you don't have to worry if it's a Ben Yomo or not. Remember, according to the Shita, that the reason why it doesn't become Usr as you're being Magalit is because we're talking about a Kaili that's Nosen Tam Lefkam, that means it wasn't used for 24 hours um, before you're Kashering it. Says the Ramal Oem Yeshishim Bamayim Neged Klishim Magalim Lav, or whether or not there's Shishim in the water against it, that was the other explanation. Vechein, Imagil Kalim Shibliyoson Muetes and Kalim Shibliyoson Merubin. Another thing that you would have to worry about if you were doing Hagala um, when it was already Isser is that you shouldn't do Hagala together with some Kalim that have a, a small Bliya with other Kalim that have a big Bliya that was used for a lot of Chametz out of fear that while you're doing the Hagala the Kalim with the more Chametz is, is going to give off a lot of Chametz that will then be reabsorbed by the other Kalim. Others say that if you leave the keli in the boiling water too long, then uh, after giving out all of whatever flavor it had, it's going to start reabsorbing it. And you don't leave it there that long. Also, that you shouldn't have to worry that the water stopped boiling. Because so long as the water is boiling, we could say that that's extracting flavor and not returning it. When it stops boiling, at that point, it's like regular hot water and you're just warming something up in it and can easily reabsorb whatever it gave out. So the Machaber is saying that one does not have to worry about all of these things um, if you're doing, if you're kashering the kalim before the, the fifth hour, because there it's still heter, and we rely on the, on the tam of not nosen tam bar nosen tam. Now, um, Lemaisa, um, the, uh, the Bira Lacha asks the Kasha, the Mashmos of the Machaber is that if it's after the fifth hour, you're going to have to worry about all of these different things. Lacha, if you have Shishim or it's Nosentam Livgam, they would be sufficient. So it's, uh, it's just not clear. The, the Bira Lacha really leaves it as a question. The Machaber really mean that you'll have to worry about all of these things? Or all he meant is you don't have to worry about any of these things. Now, the Ramah um, is reacting to the last thing that the Mechabra said. 
the Ramah um, understood that according to the Mechaber, um, it may be that you can do Hagola in water that is not boiling. Well, that probably is not what the Mechaber meant, and that's what the, uh, that's what the Nosekalim explained as the Mechaber sheet. He never, all he meant was you don't have to worry about the water, the boiling stopping after the Kli was kashered already. But the Ramah understood that the Mechaber is allowing you to do Hagola with water that is not boiling. Uh, says the Ramah, There are many who say that unless the water is actually bubbling, um, it, uh, it it would not be uh, it would not be able to kasher. Um, you have to make sure that the uh, that the, the water is bubbling uh, when you do hagala, regardless of what time of day or what day you're doing the hagala on. Now the Mishnah says. That, uh, that there are times that people do hagola, and when they put in the kalim, say the kali is quite heavy, is quite big, and because of that it immediately cools down the water, and the water stops bubbling. So what you have to do is wait until the water starts bubbling again after you put the kli inside. Um, therefore he says that the people that are in charge of hagola's kalim should be extremely careful that at the time they uh, at the time they put the kalim in, they should not consider the Haggala done um, until after the water starts boiling again. And even there, you keep it in for a little bit of time, and uh, to give it time to extract all of the flavor inside uh, inside the keli. Now, with regard to the Halacha the Machamber came out that if you're doing Haggala before the fifth hour, you don't have to worry about anything else. Lamaisa the Mishdebrur brings the Gra and many others who say that since we passed in, in the previous simon that Chametz is called Isur and not Heter there's no Heter of not bar not. Consequently, kashing before the fifth hour is insufficient, and you really have to make sure that the Kalim are either Einam Bnei the Nosen Tam Gam, or that you have Shishim sixty times the volume of the Kali in the water that you're kashering in, so that it will the, the water will will be heter and will not go back, then return and uh, and answer the kli after um, as you're doing uh, as you're doing hagola. Uh, the Mishtabur brings a minhag. Some are knowing not to use kalim that they're kashering for three days before they kasher it. This way, you can be sure that there's no flavor in it whatsoever um, that is not nosen tam